interesting, Simon. I mean, it's just like every day, isn't it? You just get these amazing new pictures coming through. Um, absolutely yeah. fascinating. Blows my mind every time. So uh, yeah, well, the, the, the green light is on, Commander. The green light is on. We're live. We're live. Good. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, right. hi everyone. Hello, Hello one fans. And welcome <laughs> to Mission Control, as always, here in deepest, darkest Devon, for the latest interstellar instalment of We Are Not Scientists, where today we thought we'd take a look at the latest mind-blowing data incoming from NASA's one and only James Webb Telescope. There's no Christelle today. She's busy improving her prototype teleportation device. Don't ask, Commander, don't ask. Uh, but as always, as you can hear, Commander LP is by my side at our control panel here. Chomping at the bit is almost salivating, I'd say, to enlighten us with his astonishing non-scientist brain. How's that for an for an intro, Commander? Well, you're right. You're really you're really bigging it up there. But no, as always, Simon here to uh, here to share the excitement of all this this amazing imagery that's been that's been pumped out of the James Webb over the last few weeks. I'm excited. So, uh, before we start, I've got to thank one of our loyal ones fans, a Mr. Duncan Cooper Esquire. For a little tip he sent in this week, he says, I loved your James Webb episode a few weeks back. Hope you do a follow-up ep, which we're doing. I think it would be worth a revisit. Yes, sir. One thought, as it is so visual, it is, it might be worth you saying right at the start to the listener, go on the NASA site right now and give full details of where to see the images at the top of the show and repeat a couple of times. I know it was mentioned, but I couldn't see the images as I was watering in the garden. Very nice. But the but the descriptions made me feel I was missing out. Oh, you're not missing out, Dunk. These images are beautiful. Yours, Dunk, they are. I have to say, Mr. Duncan Cooper Esquire, it makes a very valid point here. So, Commander, please, could you bear this in mind when showing me the images today? Uh, absolutely. No, he, he makes a, a cracking point. Uh, again, we, we live all over the NASA website most days of our lives, don't, don't we, Simon? But yes, I will, I will guide the listeners through um, so you guys don't get to miss anything. We'll get decent descriptions of where they're found. Um, just to start, the first thing you can do is go into whatever web browser you use and type in NASA and just go to the official NASA website and it will reach the NASA landing page always a great place to start check it out every day anyway because there's always amazing things going on uh but but today we're going to be talking about james webb so what you want to do is along the top you'll have missions uh and in there you'll see hubble's uh space telescope still give that one a give that one a look every every couple of always. days there's things about the Perseverance Mars rover, International Space Station, all sorts of things going on. But you'll see one there that says James Webb Telescope. So if you, you select on James Webb Space Telescope. Oh, just show, just show me, show me. So yeah. there you go, mate. So yeah, you see it's come up now. And yeah. uh, today okay. um, there's, there's, there's images been released today. And you can just scroll down through and you just click click in more stories. And there's just all the images that have been taken over the last few weeks will 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 come up and we'll 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 uh, sort of mention every specific image as we as, as we delve in today. Okay, so so, so what, what we're gonna look at first then. What are we gonna look at first? Uh, one that caught my eye a couple of weeks ago. Um, and if you scroll down the page, you'll come to uh, an image that's titled a uh, web telescopes jupiter images showcase um and if you click on that uh, it's uh, a bit fast just just, just show me show me so yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah you got it web jupiter yeah. images showcase uh yeah. aurora 
open that up as we can see here and you're greeted by an infrared picture of jupiter which just Ooh, gives wow. us so yeah. much interest so uh so what you can see uh so the, the north... this, is, this is webb's jupiter images showcase auroras hazes yes yes that's 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 the that's the image we're looking at here so 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 um um yeah top and bottom north and south pole of jupiter as you're looking at it you can see these big red blobby things this is essentially jupiter's aurora it's absolutely huge in compared to, to earth's uh, aurora um and to give you an idea of the scale of jupiter i mean you can see the red spot it's not red in this image it's actually very white the in the infrared um uh, the storm clouds they 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 come out uh, at the white end of the infrared spectrum as it were um, and also what's interesting to note when you look at it infrared, it gives a lot of definition between what is essentially high altitude and low altitude cl clouds. And again, the high altitude clouds tend to be the whiter clouds. So the storm, actually the big red spots, which is white in this image, um, that those clouds are very high altitude. They, they stick a lot further out into space than the darker clouds, which are, which are a lot lower um, in, in the atmosphere. So, but again, to give you an example, you could fit Earth a couple of times into that into that white spot as we see in this image. So, so it gives you a, a nice scale of Jupiter. Um, what, what's an aurora? Of, Just to walk, quickly, what's an aurora? Very really quickly. Oh, what's an aurora? Right, the aurora, <laughs> an aurora is essentially um, solar particles that are blasted off the sun, ionizing in the atmos upper atmosphere of a planet through the magnetic fields. So. Most planets uh, have a north-south magnetic field, which is kind of roughly in line with its north-south pole. So that's why on Earth we get auroras in the North Pole and the South Pole, because our magnetic poles go uh, uh, north and south. And it's at the poles that all of those charged particles get focused through the magnetic field. Got it. Northern Knights. Thank you. Move on. <laughs> okay so yeah um yeah so so beautiful but if we if you scroll down the page of it further Simon, there's actually another image which i really loved which shows jupiter's ring um jupiter has a ring system most people don't know it's very faint and tenuous but actually james webb is able to to pick it out quite clearly um yeah, yeah. see that yeah yeah uh, yeah, it's quite amazing. So, so, so again, it's not everybody when they think of rings, they think of Saturn, obviously. But no, Jupiter does have some some very faint rings. And again, you can just see the aurora uh, on the north and south pole there. Um, this time they've got a little bit of a blue hue to them. Um, and if you scroll down to, to the third image on the page, it's actually it's it's all labelled up for you there. So it shows you the rings, the southern aurora, northern aurora. Talks some of the very small um, moons of Jupiter because everybody tends to, who's into sort of planetary studies knows about Europa, Io, Callisto, Ganymede, the big moons of Jupiter, but there are many other uh, small, small moons as well, uh, which, which again, James Webb being so powerful is able to, able to, uh, to pick up. So, so yeah, I've been I just... a, lot of, a lot of Jupiter myself in the night sky recently. It's been really, really bright. Really bright. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not long, not long after dark. If you go out about nine o'clock, you'll probably see it rising in the south. I'd say, and yes, yes, if you see something really bright in the sky, it's it's and it's it's looking pretty stationary. It, it, it's going to be Jupiter. So yeah, no, looking very James Webb. You got 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 you know. <laughs> so, 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 so tell me, why why is this particular image like groundbreaking? What why is this like better than the, any other image? What, what why? Um, I suppose it's just James Webb's uh, ability to to image in the infrared, which gives us details that we've never seen before. Um, but it's also able to image... before. Have we seen the rings before? 
We, I think Voyager just about made them out. Um, um, but again, Voyager was more had more optical telescopes and other other um, other sensors. But uh, but I think it's the fact that we can use James Webb to look at. at, at at detail on Jupiter, which is pretty much as good as when we've flown a spacecraft past it, which means we can just look at it whenever we like. You know, it's 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 just absolutely phenomenal, and it's just all in a all in an afternoon's work for James Webb. Um, you know, so uh, so yeah, and like I say, those, those the, the the different the different uh, infrared cameras that, that that James Webb has just allows us to sort of delve deeper into the atmosphere and understand more of what's going on. Um, so, it is it yeah. is amazing, but it's still not as good as the, the three dancing galaxies that, uh, that we talked about. <laughs> you like that's that still, one? That's still yeah. my favourite. But uh, yeah, it is incredible. Right, what's next? Right, next, next. I want to stay in our solar system because the one that really, really got me excited um, today, because it's literally just been released. Um, again, if we go back to the uh, James Webb kind of uh, main page, um, and right at the top at the moment is... Uh, Solar System and Beyond, new web image captures clearest view of Neptune's rings in decades. Got um, it. So if we open it, yep, yeah, you can see this one, Simon. So this right. is today, right? This has literally just been released today. September the 21st, uh, 2020. Yes. There you go. So straight up. Um, now, um, in the image, it's actually got a slider. As you can see, you can slide left and right. And if you slide it to the left, it, it basically annotates all the objects in the image. And if you slide it to the right, it just gives you a nice clear picture. Oh, it's got a slider. I like this. You like that? So, yeah. yeah. So, so, so what wow. you see, and obviously, main view, uh, to the untrained eye, people might think, oh, look, it's Saturn. Because look at those rings. It's not Saturn. It's Neptune. Um, Neptune is a long, long way away. Um, I mean, Jupiter is 780 million miles from the sun and earth is 150 oh, sorry 780 million kilometers get my metric units right uh, earth is 150 million kilometers from the sun Ju neptune is 4.5 billion kilometers from the sun so it's wow. 30 30 times further away from the sun than earth so that is quite you know so we're cold, you're looking i'd say you're looking very cold you're looking yeah. at something a long 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 way away um and and it takes a, a long time like if you if you if you were sort of orbiting neptune you're so far away the sun would be like a really bright star in the sky and it would and and the light level would be like probably like a dim like twilight so yeah so you can so, so you can see the rings very clearly but what's even more interesting is is top left almost stealing the show is the moon triton uh that's that really bright looking looks like a star um triton i think it's pretty much made of frozen methane and 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 other other kind of gases that are just frozen like, like a sports changing room yeah 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 maybe a bit uh, but but it's so it's so cold it's all frozen solid and it makes triton incredibly reflective apparently it reflects them like 70 percent of the light that hits it so um so so hence whilst triton so which is which is neptune's biggest moon so 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 bright but um but yeah so there you go we have not so, seen what's on, what's on this? So, uh, these are all moons then like a uh proteus <laughs> despina larissa they're all they're all the moons right Yes, yes, they're all, all, all of Neptune's other moons. They're quite small little micro-moons. They're, they're, they're not big. You know, you're literally talking a few hundred kilometres across it, if that. Whereas Triton is, is yeah, it's a proper sizable sizable moon. You know. Sounds, sounds big, Triton, doesn't it? It's got a, yeah, got a yeah. yeah. Neptune. Neptune, that was the whole Greek mythology thing, wasn't it? And he had a Triton, didn't he? I think so. Um, that's where the 
link came from, I suppose, when it was there. Yeah, when it was discovered. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, um, but yeah, there you go. So an amazing okay, what's image. A, what's, the, what's the star like in the bottom right-hand corner there, like below Larissa? The big, the, the kind of star-looking object. Oh, well, I'm not sure. It's probably a star in our in our in our Milky Way. Uh, but okay. it's just. I did see a wide shot um, on the BBC News um, website. No, but it was the, it was like this image, but it, but it was pulled back and you could actually, there were galaxies in the background because, because James Webb is so good at pulling out detail. It's unbelievable. So, so, so for any of our, our, our listeners that are in the UK that, that can get onto the BBC News website, again, maybe check, check out uh, their science section there and yeah, you'll see some more. Uh, uh, some more images. Of... That, that ring, that ring looks stunning. I'm, I'm beginning to think that I feel left out on Earth because we've not, we've not got a ring. It seems like all these, all these planets have like, <laughs> got rings now. It's like a fashion statement or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think, I think all the gas giants do. Uh, uh, you know, so, so Jupiter obviously has a, a vague ring. Everybody knows about Saturn's rings. Uh, Uranus uh, has, has rings, uh, and and so does Neptune. But but we've we've not really picked out the detailed rings like this from Neptune since we flew Voyager two past in 1989. You know, and I, re I remember that story, um, and I remember seeing those images first come back. So to see them again after all those years uh, with with uh, with James Webb is is superb. So I, I love I love that phrase flyby. It's like drive by. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, I mean, giving the side eye as it goes past. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes we 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 have a we'll have a specific like mission to a to a to a planet, and that they will target the uh, the craft to slow down and to, to place itself into some kind of orbit. But often, when it's going to be doing like a tour of different planets, it'll literally be a flyby. So it, it's going to approach at a hell of a speed. It's going to go past it once, try and snap and take in as much information as possible, and then it'll fly off to the next object. So. Where is it now, Voyager? Oh, oh, which two. one? Voyager, Voyager, one two. Voyager, Voyager two. Voyager two. Um, it's 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 left the it's left the solar system depending on where you demark the end of the solar system. But if you if you say that the end of the solar system is where the sun's kind of um, effect can be felt, the, which is known as the solar wind, that's like the the outward pressure that the sun yeah. blasts. Um, then yeah, both Voyager one and Voyager two have left the solar system, um, and both of them are still sending back uh, scientific information most of their systems have been shut down because they they they, they um used like mini nuclear reactors and they're, they're pretty much running running low now so uh so but yes they are still both operational uh, amazing bits of kit when you think they were launched in 1977 love it what's next right next next <laughs> right i want to i want to look at another planet but this one right this is really exciting so if we go back to um our james webb landing page yeah yeah got it um, Got it. Um, if we scroll down and probably click more stories and we go down, you'll see one that says NASA Web takes its first ever direct image of. And if you click in there. Yeah. Distant world. OK, now Ooh. this I was I just thought was absolutely thrilling. So we have we I think we may have spoken about exoplanets. Uh, on WANs in the past, and, yeah, and yeah. Where, how we've discovered exoplanets is by two methods. One is the dimming of a star. So if you pass an object in front of a star from our perspective, its light level dims slightly because obviously something's blocking a little bit of the light. The other way to work out whether there's a planet orbiting a star 
is to see if the star wobbles because although like earth kind of orbits our sun because the sun is much more massive so so we naturally orbit it every time earth does go for you know around the sun it does actually tug the sun itself a little bit left and right these are the two ways that we worked out that there were planets orbiting other stars um but james webb has actually taken a picture an image of another planet now now don't get too excited it's not as beautiful as jupiter because this thing um which is known as exoplanet hip 65426b not the most sexy name I'm, they may come up with a better one um this hip, is this is hip hip, hip. yes yes it's hip, hip i like it yeah it certainly is it's 12 times the size of jupiter so it's a big planet because you're going to need something huge to be able to image it at the distance because this thing is 385 light years away that's that's quite the quite the distance you know i, I, can't, even, I can't even get I, I can't even get that into my head really i can't even process what that is but it's big yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. A lot it's a, of, it's it's a lo long way away. A long way away. Well, it's still it's still in our part of the the Milky Way. So on a, on a galactic scale, it's it's kind of in the neighbourhood. Um, but it's it's you know you you it's 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 getting out there. Um, but it's also it's a hundred times further from its star than Earth is. So this is so so if you imagine Neptune is thirty times further away, thirty times further away from from our star, the Sun. This thing's a hundred times further away, but because it's so massive, um, it, it's it, and it's reflecting light from its star. It it, it actually it's, it's far enough away that the that the James Webb can pick out the um the, the the planet individually. So so yeah, just just absolutely phenomenal that we've been able to directly image an exoplanet i think i think you know i ne never i don't think scientists ever thought they'd, they'd like visually see an exoplanet there's on the miri um camera which you can see on there you can just see off to the side there's like a little protrusion blob and that blob is actually a direct image of a planet which again just blows my mind it might only be a few pixels but this is a planet that is 385 light years away um, which I just think is 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 phenomenal, and you've got to remember Simon as well. These, these are just like these are really kind of like test run images for this telescope. The more we learn, and the more they they you know they think right. Well, we may we may revisit this, and we might let this image expose for a lot longer because everybody wants a piece of James Webb at the moment. You know, we're still they're still like dusting the thing off really. So so this again to be having so many amazing images uh, within just a few weeks of it being operationally live but it just yeah it just blows my mind are the aliens on that exoplanet do you think unlikely it's uh yeah. it's a gas giant so you wouldn't be able to walk on it um whether there are other planets in its in its um in its system I, I, that would be habitable i don't know i think i think it's a very young system uh it talks about it being only sort of 15 to 20 million years old um, so, so 15 to 20 million years is probably nowhere near enough time to, to, to for, for something like life to evolve to a, an advanced state like us. It's taken 4.5 billion years for us here on Earth to to, to reach that state. It's longer for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so could we class that as an alien planet then? Yes. Well, it's, it's a, yes, it's, it's an exoplanet. It's a planet that's orbiting a, 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 a another star in our Milky Way. In our Milky Way, yes. Yeah, yeah. Have we seen any planets outside our Milky Way yet? Uh, yes, yes. There was there. there we we've not 
physically seen one direct like directly imaged like this but we've sensed them through the through the two methods i explained a little earlier um and there was a there was a planet in uh andromeda which is one of our neighboring well closest big uh galaxy um that that, that was that they proved that there were were exoplanets in the andromeda galaxy as well the exoplanet is a gas giant meaning it has no rocky surface and could not be habitable damn where are these aliens? Obviously, it's that that's probably probably a subject for 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 another time. But uh, but yeah, the, the probability of life existing. Um, it's yeah, that's an interesting topic. We we could spend all day here, Simon. But unfortunately, you know, we've I'm sure yeah. sure our what listeners next? have other what things next? they need to get on with. So what's 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 next? Right, next, I want to I want to get outside our galaxy to a neighbouring galaxy. Um, uh, so I want to go to an image. Uh, that says a cosmic tarantula caught by NASA's web. Uh, I don't know if you can see that on my yeah, screen. Have you, have you up the speed on my Raspberry Pi? It's a lot better today, I tell you. It's working well. Uh, it's good to hear. Good to hear. Um, so, yeah, this, this is what an amazing image that is. I, I think it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, but just to give you a... Now we're uh, talking. Now we're talking. Now we're talking cosmic tarantula. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah, to give you a bit of a bit of a background on what you're looking at here, uh, you're, talk, you're looking at a star forming region of something known as the Large Magellanic Cloud. Right. So so you have the Milky Way, OK, uh, which is uh, our, our galaxy. And our galaxy has a load of what you call like dwarf galaxies that are kind of in its orbit, that, that are kind of I think they're gravitationally kind of bound, but they are distinctly different, different galaxies and there's the small magellanic cloud there's the large magellanic cloud there's a few other little dwarf galaxies and then there are two other big galaxies a bit further out there's the triangulum galaxy and there's andromeda but the large magellanic cloud is, is quite close it's about 161,000 light years so we're a lot further than that exoplanet because that was three three hundred eighty five light years. We're going we're we're going out one hundred sixty thousand light years. So we're probably I don't know maybe maybe twice the distance of the the diameter of the Milky Way out from the Milky Way, and you arrive at the Large Ma Magellanic Cloud. And what's really interesting is this is a star forming region, and we don't really see regions in our own Milky Way that are as actively forming stars as this nebula here. And, and, and it's, it's interesting because it really shows us what large chunks of the universe were like when they were kind of at peak star forming point of their, of the universe's evolution. Because again, just to make all of our listeners aware, there won't be stars forever. There will be a time when all the stars are burned up and all the energy's burned up and, 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 and the universe will go dark many many hundreds of billions of years in the future but that will happen but you never, this, you never told me that uh, what the, the, that. The, the universe will go dark um yes yes oh. it, it 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 will it will it, it will only actually for for when you predict how long the universe is likely to exist for with our current understanding we will only have starlight for a very small percentage of that time it will spend billions and billions and quadrillions of years in complete and utter darkness with just black holes everywhere just eating everything the, the, the universe will go through many different eras and phases we're very lucky because we exist in an era where there's loads of stars and there's loads of exotic materials that can be can form new stars and form complex uh, biology uh, 
uh, like like DNA and then the humans and everything else. So so we're lucky to live in this time. Is is, is what I'm saying. But yeah, looking at this image here, um, yeah, you are you are looking at a nebula that is that is that is basically growing stars inside it uh, from all the matter in that nebula at a tremendous rate. So really really interesting. And what a just what a beautiful a beautiful image. It's like a window, and, and to the you know, to, and I can see one of my favorite like real proper stars there uh, through the window. Yes, yeah, no, it is. It is just you know, even if you understand the science around it, you sometimes you still you just have to take a moment just to just to absorb the the, the the beauty of 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 what's out there in the universe. Okay, so yeah, so Simon. Um, We've all been so excited about James Webb and how amazing it is. I do think it's still worth giving a shout out to Hubble. Always. We kind of... Yeah. Okay. So, so, so back on the NASA website, um, if we go to the top again, missions, you'll see Hubble Space Telescope. Hubble released an amazing image the other day, which I thought was amazing. If we scroll down, you'll see uh, Hubble studies a spectacular spiral image of the day. Um, that one so you we can see it on my screen here so yeah we open up what a beautiful image that is so this is ngc 91961 um and it's just a beautiful spiral galaxy um uh, I, I i just yeah I just 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 feast your eyes on 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 that amazing image for, for for a moment just just phenomenal so so always worth checking out hubble hubble's um, still got it right Oh, absolutely! Yeah, no, you can you can never look. At, I mean, I mean, Hubble. Look at that. You just have that as your desktop background, wouldn't you? Just absolutely amazing. You can see star forming regions. You see all the dust clouds around the galactic core. Um, just yeah, it's such a such a lovely angle uh, that, that that we're seeing that that galaxy from. Yeah, you never know. I'm assuming they may even point James Webb at that in the next few weeks, and then we'll get a, uh, get an infrared image which uh, will allow us to look through a lot of those those dust clouds to see sort of more detail in in, in the core of the galaxy. But yeah, uh, I thought yeah. James Webb comes along. <laughs> but, but, rains, but on, rains on Hubble's parade. Well done, Hubble. That is a fantastic image. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Well. Uh, I've got to say, my, my head is uh, hurting a little a little bit now. Uh, do you fancy a pint? Sounds like a good idea. Right, the half moon is open. Should we get off on a pint? Let's do it. Nice one. See ya. See ya. Bye-bye.